You are listening to the One of Us.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, oneofus.net listeners. This is Bradley Robot. What is critique? What is cinema? And I'll be reviewing I'm Your Man, starring Dan Stevenson and co starring, well, actually leading the lead of the film, Marin Eggert as Alma. Alma is stuck in a rut mentally and lovingly. So decides to be a part of a testing program for meeting people. And the test is, can a robot fall in love? Or rather, make you fall in love? Can a person fall in love with a robot? Uh, some movies would uh, have you say yes. And Heavy Metal Magazine in the 80s would definitely say yes. Because it was filled with sexy chrome-plated robots. Well, there's always the gag when somebody makes something robotic and the first question is can you fuck it yep <laughs> sure that's that's uh why i'm married to my roomba right now uh a little minx. it's got a good section hey so i'm bradley martin with me to discuss this film about love someone who is in all your favorite love songs baby harmony is with us hello meet moop and we have a man who puts the awesome in AI. Mike is with us. Howdy, howdy. And somebody who always tells his robot overlords, you could take that control alt delete and shove it up your shiny chrome ass. <laughs> Bo is with us. I am just hoping to learn of this emotion you humans call love. And yes. <laughs> Yes, we'll be talking about this movie. That was a very brief synopsis, but this movie has some big ideas. One of them being, not so much, can robot learn love, but can human learn love? Ooh. Oh. What did you guys think of these big ideas and the film overall? If you can't fall in love with Dan Stevens, there's something wrong with you. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I've loved Dan Stevens since Downton Abbey, so like I'm, he could really do no wrong and just look at me with his... Big blue eyes, and I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever form you want to take, dude. Well, I'm I'm good for it. Fuck blue steel. What is what is the Dan Stevens blue eyed look? Holy shit! There were times where I was like, yeah, you must be a robot because no one has eyes like that. I the, know. The right? Algenblauer. Oh, <laughs> my god. This movie. Oh my I god. Should have mentioned uh, director Maria Schrader. Writers Jan Schumberg, Maria Schrader, and Emma Braslavsky, based on a short story by Emma Braslavsky. 
This film is actually a foreign feature. I believe it's a Dutch. Set no nine nine set set Deutsch German. Set Deutsch. Deutsch. Oh, thank you. Completely German. I do love that they bring up the fact that he has a British accent while speaking. German. I know. I like that. That's why do you have a British accent? <laughs> it, it's great because if if I. If I spoke German like uh, Dan Stevens speaks German in this movie, I'd be like, I speak unaccented German. I'm really good. <laughs> and the main character's <laughs> like, you know, you have an English accent, right? It's like, oh, shit. Oh, crap. It's to turn you on, wink, wink. And then he shorts out. <laughs> Is that why he didn't sound angry? Because it was like a, <laughs> accented differently? Uh, no. Uh, uh, emotions are neither German nor English. Yes. <laughs> Very Ro- good point. German robot right out. No emotions. Yeah, like, I'm just going to, from the get-go, I'm just going to talk about how great Dan Stevens is in this movie. Like, every, like, he does such a great job at being, like, a robot, and there's so many small nuances to, like, his movements that are almost like the way, like, a, a an action figure is, like, that has movement would move sometimes. And it's just fascinating to watch him, like, because you're just, you're watching him computing in his head, what should I say next to this thing? And then he'll be like, you're crying because you're selfish. And it's just like, that wasn't the right <laughs> thing to say, buddy. No, that was not right. But it kind of remind me of Commander Data, of, you know, Brent Spiner's character from Next Gen. And I was like, yeah, that little head, head tilt, trying to comprehend what's happening and compute what's, what's the next thing to say. Um, but yeah, like I said, Dan Stevens stole this. Obviously, he was just a dreamboat <laughs> and and literally made for somebody. Um, maybe me. And Brit Spiner kind of stole that from birds. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like when you're talking to a parrot and the parrot goes qua and turns its head to the side. Yeah. Uh, he, he's he's got a little bit of that, but I definitely agree with with uh, Mike and the the fact that. Uh, he brings a lot of nuance to this role because so much of this movie is about him kind of being a tabula rasa when he is delivered to the person who is going to be experiencing him. And we, we really haven't talked that much about it, but basically the idea is like this company is making companions for people. And so like, they're not even really beta testing, but they're, alpha testing the mm-hmm. sort of product that might be final and it's going to people that are experts like it's going to someone who is an expert in human rights and somebody who is an expert in consciousness and one of the people it's going to is uh this college professor and she's not all that thrilled about it but she decides that she's going to take them up on it because her like basically her dean her her head of her department will will grant her some favors if if she does this, but she isn't thrilled in the least, and she's she's like she's not at least she doesn't think so like lonely or in need of companionship. She's just like let's just get this over with, and so she gets Dan Stevens as this tabula rasa, and he's like, you know, the first time he sees her, he's just like, ah, you're. Your eyes are so blue, I could swim in there forever. And she's like, oh my god, fucking kill me now. Uh, <laughs> but with with every quote-unquote mistake he makes, he gets better and he gets knowing her. And it, it's very much about his algorithm and, you know, what he is experiencing 
as he gets to know her and also as the audience, you know, what she's saying to him to make him be the way that he becomes. Yeah, she, her her character is just like you learn more about her as it progresses. You find out about her dad, who's not all there, which like I love. I love the small joke where he's like, "You're smoking in stereo," and he's got two cigarettes in his head. <laughs> and I was like, "That's kind of neat." If it wasn't kind of scary, kind of thing. Shit, I did that last night. <laughs> then you find out stuff about her, you know, her past loves as well, and like, there's a specific character who keeps popping up. Who you're just like there was something that happened here. You're just like at, you're not 100 percent certain at first, but then as it progresses, like she starts to understand more about what this this being means to to her life now. And this is this movie is just like uh, there's so much that's going on in this movie. Like it's about what is love, what is like it means to be human somewhat, what it means for like the importance of poetry in, in some aspects and a lot of the times there's so much going on in this movie that's just like i i barely ever felt the time it's a deep exploration of what loneliness is especially in this day and age where we are in a lot of ways made more lonely by technology and what if technology tried to solve that problem and we had this capability of ai which we don't probably thank god but what would that look like and what's the ethic what's the efficacy is that the right word the, the ethical that. ramifications yeah. of something. yeah was the the ethical ethical ramifications of this and it's it's really it's a it's a really great kind of duo piece like they it's alma and tom the robot for most of the film just interacting with each other and i i really dug that that it wasn't like oh, wacky hijinks, here's a broken robot doing broken robot stuff or, you know, something along that lines. Um, I like that he, you know, when we were talking about his his kind of ro- robot manura- mannerisms, that it was really only kind of at the beginning that he was, like, overtly robotic. You know what I mean? Like, when he, you know, kind of their, their first meeting doesn't go as well as anybody would hope. And then he does this weird backbend. <laughs> Well, it's funny, like, there, there is, like, the, the equivalent of, like, this this bizarre Tinder date that you're forced to be on, and she's yeah. just continually swiping left on him, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's like, well, I don't know, maybe a little to the right, and, you know, then things start to gin up a bit. I'm really fascinated by the idea of, can you love something that can't necessarily love you back? <laughs> And I think we kind of experience that with a lot of things. If technology can give it to you, I don't see what's the problem. You know, it's like, I that's my personal take on this. Like, yeah, this would be great. I mean, that's that's what this this addresses in a lot of ways, because it, it does set up. It's just like, well, we're we're laying out the ramifications and mm-hmm. the higher ethical ideas of what this would be all about. And we they even touch on things. It's just like. I mean, how many rights are these creatures, whatever you may want to call them, going to have? But, I mean, when it boils down to a practical level, this world is filled with lonely people. Yeah. And and loneliness is, I mean, loneliness is one of the most toxic things on this planet. And what if we could cure that with technology and on the other hand, you get the other slice of bread, which is like, well, but 
but am I really falling in love? Am I having, am I experiencing the conflict of being in a real relationship if I'm dealing with, you know, if, if basically I'm falling in love with Google, who's going to tell me exactly what I want to hear the more and more I use it, mm-hmm. um, which I, I think is incredibly, I think it's the, the most interesting aspect of this right. movie. Yeah, there's, um, at the, towards the end of the film, there's a point where they're just talking about, like, eventually, like you said, like, it, it's just, it tells you what you want to hear. Like, you don't, you can't change as a person in this sort of partnership without actual feedback. Instead, mm-hmm. instead, you're the only, the robot's the only one getting the feedback. And so he's getting better and better at being there for you kind of thing. And then at one point, you're going to find yourself addicted to your phone kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and that's, like, like, and that's the question that that the the movie keeps raising. But and she's, I mean, I, I, I think somewhat it's like fighting it. The the ultimate point of the relationship in kind of the way that we're presented is 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 this a cure or is it just another addiction? Is it is it just another disease? We're getting super philosophical, the, 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 but that's it's hard yeah. not to because this movie it's really hard because it brings all these questions to mind like real easily, and I think that's a good sign for the movie is that if it makes you want to think about these issues, and as technology progresses, we don't know what the world's going to look like in twenty years or if it's going to be around <laughs> in thirty. Well, you know, we'll see. I, I was reading a, a, a you know Wikipedia on uh, an author. Uh, that I was interested in. And uh, he said, like, I write books that are questions. I don't write books that are answers. And that's what this movie is very much. It is like, here are a lot of questions that may indeed be raised in real life. So here you go. And at the same time, it's a it's a love story. It really is. And, you know, towards the end, you get very invested in both of these characters as people. And that's what's great about, I think Dan Stevens does a great job, and I think this movie does a great job, of setting up that whatever it is, it certainly quacks like a person, walks like a person, you know, doesn't shit or eat like a person. Actually, it does eat like a person. It just doesn't need to. But it's kind of a person. And so what do you do with that? The thing, before we get super philosophical, a little, at least further into it, um, I'm just going to bring in the fact that this movie is actually really funny as well. There's a lot of amazing moments that just had me laugh out loud. There's a, a great sequence very early on where they're trying to, like, he's, he keeps trying to, like, woo her, and he's like, how about this? And she's like, how about no? And he's just like, <laughs> god damn it. And he's just, like, constantly just confused as to, like, what am I doing wrong here? Like, I'm I'm literally programmed to be, like, you're a perfect person, and every time I do something, you're just like, that's stupid. <laughs> then, like, and then you walk off. Like, I love the part where he's just like, he cleans up the apartment, and he's just like, I'll I'll make it messy again. Just, like, give me ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes. I can, I can fix this. Alma, at times, almost comes off, well, not almost, she comes off as unlikable, and I think that's such a great device. It's a great device because people are unlikable. As we find out more about her, we 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 get these wonderful moments of tenderness with her family and her nephew and the people she works with. Like if you were just you know base it off of like the first ten minutes, she's totally unlikable. But as it goes on, you you really you know like Mike was saying that you really start to feel for these people. Well, let's carry this into our final thoughts until our thoughts become a whirlwind hurricane of hours 
of a different podcast. Uh, Mike, <laughs> why don't you lead us with the final thoughts? Yeah, I'll, I'll lead it right away. Like, yeah, this movie is very much about life um, in a lot of different aspects, whether or not humanity is capable of, of not being lonely with the help of technology, as well as just, like, looking at the world and, and different aspects of it. Like, there's a great scene where she's looking at these ants, and she just sort of smiles because it's like, that's just, that's the world kind of thing. Like, it's real life right in front of her. And that's, there's so much going on in this movie that's so philosophical. Like, you could spend hours just talking about what this movie means in a lot of different ways. You can even spend hours just talking about what she means at the end of the film. Because mm-hmm. she has this great monologue at the end of the film, and then the film ends. And you're just like, oh, oh boy. Like, that's a lot to unpack <laughs> kind of thing. And uh, the movie gives you gives it to you as that's the end. And what do you think is really what it comes down to. And I love this movie. I highly recommend it. Dan Stevens is amazing in it, as well as the actresses who played Ama. They're all fantastic. Um, I follow for both of these characters as progressed. Um, I would have to give it 9 out of 10 failing video compilations. Harmony, your final thoughts. If I was going to nitpick anything about this movie is that CGI <laughs> moments, there's like two and they are atrocious. <laughs> They're yeah, so I, bad. I bring it up. really pulls me pulls me out. The, I think the ants are CGI and then the scenes with the deer. And I'm just like uh, uh but other than that it's it's a really thought-provoking movie. It's it I don't know. I, I, w- I would say that if if you want to ask yourself questions like this about, you know, what's the meaning of love? What's the meaning of companionship? What's the meaning of devotion? And, um, you know, how does technology play into that? I think this would be a great movie for you. Um, if you just want to watch it for Dan Stevens, great movie for that because he is in it like 90% of it. <laughs> so um, uh, I don't know. I'm going to give it 8.5 because I do think there is room for improvement. Um, 8.5 out of 10 holographic dancers. Yeah. If I had f- found myself in a room full of holograms, I would have done exactly what she did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, your final thoughts. Um, so this is topic matter that has been explored before. Uh, you know, certainly AI has been explored many times uh, and will continue to do so. Let's be, be honest. I think the movie that that hems the closest to this is uh, Her from 2013 with Spike Jones, um, which does explore the idea like, hey, what happens when you fall in love with an AI? And can you fall in love with an AI? And, it, you know, it was a far more American movie. It went broader. I think it, it strode more outward. This is a way more intimate flick. It is, uh, you know, the, the that art house sci-fi movie that you know shows up on the horizon every now and then uh and i believe the filmmaker has explored some of these uh themes before but uh i uh i really dug this i i think it was a very nuanced exploration of exactly you know what are we dealing with here and it it does a great job of being like man there's so many negatives to this but there are so many positives to finding somebody that makes you feel whole, you know, even if it's just for a moment. And I think everybody on the fucking planet can feel this. 
and I I think a lot of people are going to get a, a a lot out of this movie, and you know maybe some winsomeness as, as far as like you know why why can't we come up with a better uh, cure for loneliness? Uh, so it's a better cure I, for tender. Yeah, I I, uh, I I I I found this moving. I thought it was uh, uh, very well filmed, very well acted. The two leads are impeccable. Uh, you know, Dan Stevens showing yet again that uh, God damn it, he probably is a robot because he can do too many things uh, so well. I'm I he's sus. He is definitely <laughs> Dan Sus Stevens. Uh, I give it. Uh, I'm gonna give this. Uh, um, you guys have inched me up a little. I'm going to give it a, a full-on uh, 9 out of 10 CGI deers that can't smell you because they're CGI. <laughs> oh, dears. I'm mostly going to echo what all of you are saying. I'm incredibly enchanted and charmed, bewitched by Dan Stevens. I love this guy so much. 80 minutes into the guest, I was still saying... Maybe we give him a chance. Maybe we trust this guy. <laughs> oh, wow. Ugh. Now, I really loved what uh, Marin Eggert brought to this role. Because she brought the unlikability, like you guys are saying, of a natural human being. Not like a cruel, mean, ooh, it feels so good to be a prick type of character that you'd usually see in Hollywood. Just someone who's incredibly dedicated to her work, uh, to her colleagues. And I think she wanted to be dedicated to herself in that way, which is why she joined this experiment. And I love the idea of self-introspection to truly find out how lonely you are. If what you need is just another person to tell you what you want to hear, or if, like our protagonist, you want to be challenged because we all should strive to be challenged to grow as people, but does everybody actually want that? Sometimes I personally just want to lay on my wife's shoulder and sob for no particular reason. Because you have 10 kids, Bradley. Yeah, and it would be a lot. <laughs> it would be a lot of me to ask of her, and can you just say this is okay? You know? <laughs> so yes, in short, I loved this as well. I'm going to give this eight missing remotes in 10 for us man that part with the dad is really hard for me because my dad um has parkinson's and i'm just like oh it's gonna be me (laughs) this this is is a little too close to home for me but he was he's he's a little he's my dad's honorary he's not that honorary so (laughs) i I really dug the, the dad character but we 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 definitely need to get your dad a robot no question about it 